Please join me in a spirit of prayer. Gracious God, how can we even begin to give you thanks for your love that gives us life, gives us meaning and purpose and the joy of life in you? Lord God, we give you thanks for your love and for your grace that sets us free, for your hope that helps us see the future in your eyes, for your kingdom that has drawn near. Lord God, grant us the character, the endurance, and the courage to shape our life together in the image of your kingdom. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Here we are in morning prayer Zoom. Thank you all for joining. As I approach the gospel this morning, I'm asking myself, how is this gospel training me, equipping me to see God's work in the world about me? How is this scripture giving me what I need to hear and see what God is doing right now in God's liberating, loving, and life-giving work among us? That's the question to the church when we read scripture. And I see our world in this scripture. I see it right there in the beginning when Jesus looks with compassion on the lost sheep of Israel who are harassed and helpless and without a shepherd harassed and helpless, scattered, lost without a shepherd. I think we can bring our lives to that sentence, feeling harassed and helpless, feeling frightened and scattered by so many forces surrounding us right now from the COVID pandemic to racial injustice, to economic insecurity, harassed and helpless. Jesus had compassion on them and sent his disciples out to be with them. The passage begins with sheep and it ends with sheep because when Jesus sends his disciples out, he sends them out as sheep among the wolves. And I think this inclusio of sheep on the front end and sheep at the back end helps us understand how Jesus is calling us out. Jesus is calling us to share in the danger of the most vulnerable. Jesus is calling us out to be sheep among wolves, companions in solidarity with the sheep who are harassed and helpless, sharing the threat, sharing the vulnerability, sharing the danger in ministry among us. This reading is very important because we're not sent out as if 
we're all powerful. We're sent out in our vulnerability. We're sent out as siblings to the most vulnerable. This changes the way you read the passage. Because after Jesus noticed the harassed and helpless sheep, he then names them as the harvest that is plentiful. It's not the wealthy. It's not the leadership class. It's not the aristocrats that are named as the plentiful harvest. It's the poor of the land. It's the people who are scattered, who are the plentiful harvest, who are to be called back into relationship with God and each other. Then Jesus gets even more specific. He says that you are called out to be with very certain communities of people. You're called out to be with the sick, the dead, the outcast, and the demon-possessed. You're called out to be the sick, the dead, the outcast, and the demon-possessed. Now, a lot of times we like to rush over that sentence, not quite sure what to do with it. Not sure where we are as church with the ministry of the dead, the ministry to the sick, and the ministry to the outcast. Maybe we get that one a little more. And we just like to pretend that the demonic thing's not there because it makes us uncomfortable. I want us to really sit with this part of the passage. I want us to really take it seriously. How are we called? In the past, the church was called to the sick. into the dying through our work with hospitals. That's been mostly secularized now, but I think we still have a calling there. We need to re-enter that space as a moral voice that says, that insists that healthcare is a human right. It's what we owe to each person because of their dignity of, as God's children. That's how we re-enter that space of real sickness and real dying. There's another way, though, to re-enter that ministry, is to look at all the ways our social and economic systems make us sick. To look at all the ways our social and economic systems kill our souls. To look at all the ways that the system that benefits many of us creates outcasts creates untouchables. And finally, to take a hard look at our ministry of confronting the demons that are at war with God's way in the world. I want us to take seriously that we have a ministry to all who are sick of soul, all who are dying inside because of oppression because of all the negativity, because of economic hardship. I want us to take seriously our ministry to those who are left out and our ministry in the face of really demonic death-dealing forces. I've heard many speakers at the marches I've been on talk about the pandemic in this country and what they mean by the pandemic is the pandemic of racism. 
we have the COVID pandemic and we have a much longer lasting pandemic in this country called racism. And it's deadly, it kills. It kills our African-American siblings, our African-American brothers and sisters. And that is a sickness we must confront and a demon we must cast out. And we begin by naming it. We begin by repenting as a church for all the times that we have ignored it, avoided it, retreated into the comfort of privilege and let it march on harming our neighbors because we weren't listening. We weren't in relationship. We hadn't gone out as sheep among wolves to risk and be present in the danger with our brothers and sisters. We are called out to be in the danger with our brothers and sisters right now. We are called to let go of privilege so we will be vulnerable. So we will stand with those who are threatened for their full rights. We are in a continuation of the freedom struggle led by black people in this country for 400 years. And we're gonna choose to join it as a church and continue to give everything we have to that struggle till it's complete. Jesus has said that the kingdom of God has drawn near, near enough to taste it, near enough to feel it, near enough to know it, but it's near, it's not here. And we have work to do until it is here. We have work to do in working with Christ for the healing of this world, for the repair of the breach, for the repair of streets to live in. It is our calling to repent and return to the way of God, to confront the demon of racism and the sin of racism inside of us so that we may once again be in harmony with God and each other. Racism kills. It kills our neighbors. And it kills the souls of white people too. It cuts us off from our full humanity and from God. We have work to do. We have Jesus to follow out into the wolves, out with the sheep who are threatened. We only have our privilege to lose. Amen.